Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? It is me, Mike, back with another episode of After Thoughts with Mike. I am your host, Mike. I mean, who else could I be? I mean, I'm not fake. I'm real. I'm not a robot. I hope they're not on to me. Um, anyway, bud, <laughs> I am here with a holiday-themed episode, which is wild because you would never have thought I would do the holidays other than my birthday. But I'm here. I'm doing a holiday episode. So what brought this episode along was the idea of family. Not so much the bad parts, not so much the good parts, but the in-between parts, the funny parts, like growing up with your family and the wildness that you got into. Now, I told y'all my whole thing with this podcast is literally me just being goofy, being silly getting to talk to friends having good conversations letting y'all know the real people still exist out here in the in the in the internet some of us is very real to the point where that's the main reason y'all ain't heard of us other than us telling you about ourselves anyway but i got to thinking i got to thinking about all the good times with my siblings back in the day uh the conversations i have with my sister now or like the conversations I've had with my friends who have a bunch of siblings the same way I did. And the one thing that we constantly jump back to, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the state of abuse that we were living in. Um, That was parenting in the early 90s, early 2000s, late 80s. I wouldn't know. I'm only 22. So like, you know, don't question me too much about how old I am because I'm only 22. Um, LOL, JK, JK, LOL. Do the kids still say JK, JK? So y'all ain't gonna answer. Y'all real rude today out here in the, in the internet world. Anyway, the getting in trouble part. You ever just find yourself reflecting with your friends, family, or cousins, or whatever on getting beat up, getting snatched up, getting snapped, getting slapped, getting bopped? Whatever the case may be, you know, you've been running off at the mouth, saying some fresh little things to your parents, and your parents decide, you know what, I'm sick of you, and I'm gonna get you. I don't know why that makes me think of the holidays. Like, I don't know why those two things correlate. I don't know why those two things go hand in hand. But for me, for my friends, for my family, I've noticed that there has been some real tomfoolery going on around the holidays. Folks been getting beat up snatched molly whopped bopped uh to the point where folks like to reminisce on them things now you may think multiple times well mike what what would possess you to think about those things in fond light and with that i'd say i don't know i think it was just the building of like memories with friends and families even if the memories were not always the best now mind you if you ask my fr- my family most of them are gonna say michael you wouldn't know you wasn't you didn't even get snatched up the way your mama should have snatched you up you ain't even been built like that what you was was a little mama's boy now that is not true i'm what you call smart to the point where I tried to stay out of stuff and then the stuff that I was involved in, I just tried to make sure my, you know, how do they say your footprint, your, your ecological footprint wasn't that big. I was trying not to get beat up all the time. I mainly, you know, 
remember stories of my siblings getting in trouble and them things used to be hilarious. Now, one of the stories I could tell you that you might go, well, Michael, that's not too traumatizing. It was traumatizing when you was a kid, so just sit back and listen. My mama, love my mama to death. She ain't listening because we ain't really letting her hear our stuff, but that's besides the point. Um, But my mama is a beautiful, gracious, kind, spiritual person. She doesn't ask for much as a, a mother, and she tries to give out nothing but love. But this one time, we went to Blockbusters. And growing up, Blockbusters used to be a thing. There was like multiple Blockbusters in my hometown. Um, I'm just having flashbacks to them purples, greens, grays, and all that stuff on the floor. Uh, them little candy area that was at, up at the front because they wanted to make sure that you didn't forget to get the candy on the way out. But my mama decided that she wanted to watch this movie called Changing Lanes. Now, in the movie, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Samuel Jackson is in it. There are a few other people. Hold on, let me look this up because y'all sitting out here ain't going to be talking about me talking about something. He's a movie buff and he don't know who's in this movie. He don't even know. How you don't know who in the movie and you've been sitting here talking about Changing Lanes? It came out in 2002, y'all. I was only four. That's a lot. Um, the movie has Ben Affleck, Tony Collette, Samuel Jackson, so I was correct. Um, who else is in this? William Hurt, Richard Jenkins. It's got a good amount of people. The movie is like a simple little revenge, get you back, get them gotcha, get you, get them got a good uh, type of movie. Uh, and my mom wanted to watch it. This is way after it had come out. Obviously, she did not get a chance to see it. She was raising a bunch of children, so she couldn't go to the movies every night. She wanted to go to the movies. Sorry, Mama, for, you know, not allowing you to be a mama. But she got to go out uh, to Blockbuster. We all went out. We went to go grab the movie. She told us, go in there. We all going in here. We're looking for this movie, Changing Lane. Now, three of, two of my siblings and I, so the three of us, we were on the same page. We were like, Ma said, we fixing to get, hold on, let me go back. Because this is the main reason why we really, 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 really looking for this movie. She told us, all right, y'all, if y'all can help me find the movie Changing Lanes, Changing Lanes, I might let y'all rent two movies a person. And there were four of us. I don't know if y'all can do the math. I don't remember how much renting movies were back in the day, but I know they were no laughing matter. Two movies a person. And then we was going to go get pizza. I don't know if y'all know what this means, but this means we needed to go find changing lanes is what it meant. Because it was me, it was my two brothers, and it was my sister. So now there's four of us, and we're trying to figure out how... We don't, well, everybody had their own TV in their own room, too. The two boys shared a room. My sister had her own room, and I had my own room. Everybody had VCR, TV, you know, we had it hooked up. So she says, go find the movie, and then we're going to find your own movie. Now, we just, we looking around for the movie. Now, we're trying to find the movie, and it gets to a point where we find it. 
And then, come to find out, we didn't find it. That wasn't the right movie. I think it was my brother. I think he picked up something different. He thought that it was the movie. It wasn't the movie. So we go trying to find this movie again. We're out here searching, looking, searching, looking. My brother walks up to my mama and she says, uh, did you forget what the name of the movie was? And instead of him saying yes, he goes, I don't remember it. Now, mind you, we all sitting there looking at him like, excuse me, sir, you're going to need to take that, that attitude and tone that down. Brother, we trying to remember, we trying to watch the movies tonight. We trying to like go off on an adventure um, through cinematography and whatnot. And you're sitting here ruining the chances of that. You would have thought that he would have got the hint. Did he? No. She said, well, Marquise, the name of the movie is Changing Lanes. Go find Changing Lanes. Uh, lo and behold, I guess my mama had a parental moment of forgetting something. And she said, what is the name of the movie we're looking for? Does anybody remember? Because I have actually forgotten. My brother looks back at my mama. The same brother Marquise that had latitude in that mind you would have thought that he'd got his stuff together so we could get these two movies a person. Two and two and two and two. That first off, that's four movies for just the two of them boys back there. But he trying to act up. Anyway, back to what I was saying. This fool decided to tell my mama, and I quote, Why don't you write it down? Man, oh man, when I tell you three sets of angry eyes focused on this boy. Well, technically four, because my mom was ready to snatch him up in the middle of the blockbuster. Now, that seems like an old statement. You got snatched up in the middle of a blockbuster. You ain't even make it out the door. She couldn't even wait. Anyway, <laughs> this fool decided he was going to tell her, and I quote, why don't you write it down? Needless to say, she got that uh, changing lanes and we walked out of there the whole ride home. He was getting yelled at, fussed at by everybody in the car. Man, people was mad at him for months. Shoot, I'm still mad at him. Sir, if you can hear this, you done messed it up for us. We were sitting there here trying to watch good old movies. It was I, Three Ninjas was one of the movies I picked. And I want to say it was Mystery Men. Maybe it was, I think it was Mystery Men. What year did Mystery Men come out because I might be wrong. Now, you might be saying, uh, Michael, well, why did your mom let you watch? Oh, Mystery Men had been out. Yeah, cool. Why was she letting you watch that? Well, I was older. I was about a certain age at the time. I am the oldest of my uh, three siblings. But I have a bunch of older half-siblings. and that's, beside, that's a point for another day. Anyway. All I can think about is all how this happened. My brother was still sitting there to this day. This fool don't even realize how he would get ready to get beat up in the middle of a blockbuster. And not just by my mama. Man, you can't promise your kids all these beautiful treats, all these beautiful things that they want that make kids happy. And then this, another sibling done took that power away. Man, we almost jumped him in the middle of that blockbuster. All over the movie, Changing Lanes. You want to ask me a movie I'll never forget? I don't even remember what, how the movie happened, what happened, who did what, where, when, why, and what. All I know is in 2002, my mama wanted to see Changing Lanes. And my brother messed it up so bad, we was going to go to the pizza spot. 
Now in my hometown, there were like 53 different pizza spots and they all were good. That's what happens when you grow up in New York. You get good pizza, you get good sauce, you get good pasta, good salads. Yes, I was that weird kid who was in the salads as a kid. I still am in the salads. Salads is a bomb. You put anything on a salad, it's the best. But this fool decided to tell her, why don't you write it down? Man, I ain't never, st- I, I'm still mad about that. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Y'all wanna ask me about a personal grudge that still don't make any sense? Me and my brother, Changing Lanes, 2002, we wanted to fight. He was fixing to lose his life, y'all. Good golly. How would we, how would I have explained that growing up? I don't beat the bricks off my brother because he wouldn't even remember the name. Changing Lanes. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Y'all are probably sitting back talking about some Michael. What? Changing Lanes? Where did we get this? I'm talking about the situations that get you in trouble with your family. And the things that you remember when you're growing up. So around the holidays, just just do that. Talk about the times when somebody got drop kicked by mama because they threw all the um, White Castle burgers away because they were sleepy. That was my other brother. We don't really mess with him on that because that poor baby was tired. He was tired, y'all. He was sleepy. Uh, but it does bring in a memory, at least for me, of the good times and the bad times. Because nothing is more building of a bridge between you and somebody you was arguing with earlier than when your parents knock y'all around and now y'all got to sit there in the same room crying and you trying to sit there and get back to, to together in yourself. And you sitting there seeing somebody else getting back together with they self. Now, something else that the holidays always makes me think about is like family gatherings. You know, we just left Thanksgiving. Um, we're at Christmas now. I like to think about the holidays and <laughs> all the like funny stories that happen. I guess that's what the first part of this Uh, podcast episode was about it's just the funny stories you get from being around your family and the good times that you remember being extra wild whether they were as wild as you remember or not I remember going to one family like reunion where I was me my mom my siblings and a bunch of my cousins and I remember we were getting in the pool. Now, my mama cannot swim. But she made it her business to know that all four of us could. Not only does that, we had cousins who had to go get trained to swim and all this other stuff. And then me, my brother, and a few of my cousins became lifeguards. Now, mind you, if you want to find the most taken advantage of person at a barbecue, a family barbecue or a family reunion... It's, it's the cousins that know how to swim. Y'all parents is terrible. Y'all gonna leave us with all the churns so y'all could go off on an adventure and hang out and have a few drinks with Auntie uh, Susie and Aunt Anita and Aunt Betsy and Aunt whoever, and Uncle George and Uncle Ben and all the mother folks. You trying to hang out, have a good old time, and you done left all the older folks that know how to um, swim and told them, oh, well, lifeguard's on duty now. Skirt out there. Man, y'all y'all want to know something crazy? I have been left at one of my cousins, his barbecue. Just going to take a sip of water real quick, y'all. Hold on. Don't go nowhere. 
So I've been left at a bunch of my cousin's like family events as the lifeguard. Now the first one was after I had turned 21, they had left me there. Now they didn't go nowhere too far, but they all up in the little cabana hanging out. Got them little drinks, little Mai Tais, and they, they having barbecue ribs and burgers and all types of other good stuff. Now I'm sitting here mad because I'm sitting out in the heat. I do not like the heat for one, which is strange because we're not going to get into that. But I don't like the heat. So I'm sitting here minding my business waiting on the pool deck. They ain't even have no real lifeguard chair for me to sit in. As a former lifeguard, I was offended. I was shocked and appalled. It was a crying out outrage. All I know is these people was in there having the best jokes, best laughs. They were sitting there giggling and laughing. I'm just sitting here arguing with my cousins about why you should not be running on the pool deck. And why the babies who are seven, eight should not be trying to jump into the deep end when they are only two foot tall. And these kids is out of control. They jumping and flying. I'm snatching people up out the air and trying to put them on the shallow end of the pool. And one of my cousins, she is the same way. Two of us were trying to take shifts, but the adults kept leaving us outside, told us to go back outside. We wasn't welcoming grown folk business, which is funny because the year before we was involved in all the grown folk business, whatever. All I'm saying is I was at a point where I was sick and tired and I was ready to go in there and give me some of them ribs because my cousin Keith makes some ribs, man, that make you want to punch everybody in the face. These things are saucy juicy succulent meaty ribs i don't even know he won't give out the recipe now he need to hurry up and find a way to give out the recipe because you know some of us need to be able to continue the great traditions of our family you know so they don't have to do as much work you know think about think about it like that that's why we don't think about it we don't think about it like that but that is some of the things i remember i flat out remember as soon as i started training as a lifeguard my cousins were like oh man we about to put you to work son you ain't even cheering we're gonna let them go on down to the water you're gonna be able to hang out with them and they're gonna they're gonna hang out with their cousin michael don't you want them to know what you're liking you know you a theater kid let them know show them some of that acting see it was a trick it was a it was a trick to my ego that these fools they knew I needed to be loved and wanted some type of attention. So they said, the little baby's going to love you. All you got to do is take them down there to the pool and, and teach them how to swim. Kick their legs up and down and move their arms, stuff like that. You know, that First off, that is not the only thing about swimming. Second of all, why won't y'all come out here and learn how to swim? Hmm. I'll wait. They still ain't answering. But... The idea of being able to go out and be with family during the holidays has always been something that excites me, even though I don't really go out with my family like that. Well, anymore, we used to do all types of wild stuff. I think there used to be at one point three different reunions during the summer. Every summer, we were coming from New York all the way down to North Carolina, and we would just be here. And it felt like we'd be here forever. I'm talking about like... I mean, as a kid, you really don't have a good concept of what time is. You just be thinking you do. All I know is it'd be like, it is three moons, four sunrises, 
why am I not back home in New York? I called myself being wild, wanted to run the streets with my friends, but I really couldn't run the streets with my friends because I was a little bit sheltered. With that being said, I, <laughs> I would just like to say thank you, Mama, for raising me with a bit of respect for myself and for others. Um, I also just want to say, like, the idea of watching your grandparents get into arguments and your older aunties and uncles getting into arguments about the times when back in the day shoot I don't know if y'all got any uncles and aunts like I do but I got some jive turkey talking all types of saying things from the 70s type aunties and uncles and um it is hilarious let's just put it like that I got aunties and uncles my family is talented y'all now I'm talking about talented I'm not just saying that because I'm in the family because as far as most of them are concerned your boy's not that gifted in the, in the oh, he's an okay actor and I'm pretty funny but if you ask them for me to sing they gonna, they gonna say that I ain't even one of the strong ones which I might be inclined to believe I'm in the top 20 you know. probably in the top 10 but I ain't trying to start no arguments <laughs> one thing I will say though is growing up with so many people who are talented you do have the the proclivity to be talented yourself even if it's not for the same thing that they have so I knew comedy was my thing uh, I knew singing might not be in the same style as they were doing because they all do gospel and I was doing R&B a few of my uncles can sing some R&B they swore that they was the fifth, sixth, and seventh, and eighth, and ninth, and tenth temptation. They swore, well, some of them actually were in very big recording groups, but that's, we ain't gonna spill their tea. That's, that's their business. I ain't trying to use uh, family to push my narrative, because there are some cousins who are quite famous in my family. I just ain't gonna say who they is. You know, I'm gonna leave them alone. But... <laughs> That was funny. That was a little stupid little thought that just popped into my head about um, a singing situation. Now, I can take this for, for what I'm about to say. And I'm going to be honest. This thing is hilarious to me. Growing up, I started doing chorus, especially in high school. I got into a few different bands when I was in high school. You've heard me and Avery talk about that before. But the main thing was, I was singing for my school's chorus group. There was one year where the girls, no shade, where they wasn't holding a weight, and our music teacher, she brought in the boys. There was a select chorus. We had a select chorus that was mainly the all-stars or the A-stars, the all-stars, essentially, you know, and everyone else. Um was in the regular degla course i was in <laughs> i was in uh select chorus i was in regular chorus and select chorus would have a few songs by themselves during the christmas shows or the whatever we were singing for and then regular chorus would also have their own things now one year as i said the teacher she said uh hey ladies we just gonna do a women's select chorus just a women's select we're gonna the girls gonna rock out now, the boys, we was kind of in our feelings. We really were. Some of us. <laughs> and some weren't. Some didn't really care. I was very, like, bothered 
by the idea of us not being able to do, you know, a group course. But maybe a month into her decision, she was like, "Look, y'all, uh, ladies, we gonna bring up a weightlifting just because you know it's a little, it's a little, it's a little much. You know, y'all got finals, y'all got all this other stuff going on. We're just gonna, we're gonna put both groups together. We're the boys and the girls. We're back to singing together. Everybody, come on, come on, happy, happy, happy family. So we're all singing, and um, there was one song that I had learned. Uh, that I heard all my life and it's in the still of the night it is a old school bop now as I said <laughs> having older relatives who were also singers when I told them that I was singing it, in the still of the night I didn't tell them I was leading the song or nothing I just said I'm gonna be singing in the still of the night and I know that they knew but I was trying to you know trying to play incognito i was trying to be coy i was trying to be silly aloof goofy and these people tried to tell me what that course teacher of yours up there at that school know about in the still of the night what she know and i would be like look y'all this ain't her first rodeo she's done this before she knows about music and then these fools would get up and they would start dancing. They'd be like, man, she, you talking about the teacher know how to dance. She don't know how to move. She know how to sing. But I, I bet you she ain't never did this. And they would do this little uh, front forward step. But you couldn't move the front leg. You had to move just the back leg. And you would rock back and forth. Now, they used to call this move the peg leg. Now, back then, I used to think that it was not an inappropriate name for... A dance move. I still don't think it's appropriate. But with all that being said, back to this move. These fools, they would be sitting there, and they then they would get into arguments over who actually invented it. Man, you know me and Jimmy Earl, we invented the peg leg, and it took back back to when we was doing the uh, bathroom shop harmonies. These people are so crazy that they would admit to things that they had did just to get out of class. They would all cut class, be in the boys' bathroom, girls' bathroom, and they would be singing. As if they wasn't giving themselves away. With all that being said, back to what they were talking about. Now, now nephew, when you go out there, you got to show them kids. Now, you got to show them how to do the pig leg. Now, you show them how to do that move. Now, what you can't see is I'm actually doing the move in the little recording booth I have set up. We ain't got money over here, so I'll let y'all guess where I'm recording. Um, they would sit there and they would show me these dance moves. Oh, don't do that! Don't uh, show, show, show him now. Go over there, uh, Jesse. Now show him the parrot. They had all names, all dance moves that they had invented or that they had seen, man. So I get out there. The big night shows up when I'm performing in the still of the night with my group. Now, I invited a few of these clowns out there and they saw me perform. Now, mind you, they were sitting there like, oh, Lord, look, this baby's about to go out there and do one the still other night. These children ain't going to do it right. They ain't going to do it right, oh, Lord, yeah. They sitting there praying. I'm watching them. I'm peeping behind the curtain like, oh, it's fixing to go down. I, if you want to know something wild, I thought I was uh, prior to knowing who Kevin Hart was at the time. Cause he was already doing comedy, but prior to him, prior to him being big, I was sitting there like these fools don't even know what's fixing to go down. I'm about to show out. 
So I get out there. Teacher introduces me. We all start singing a, a whole bunch of other songs. And then she introduces In the Still of the Night. So I get out there and I start performing In the Still of the Night. Do do do. Do do do. And I start singing. And then I start doing the peglet. Now these fools stood up in the middle of the auditorium. Now, one thing you can say about beautiful black people is they don't know how to act when stuff be good. When it be good to them, they, they act up. Now, I'm not saying everybody else doesn't, but growing up black and in a black household, I can tell you, I have seen the face, that stank face that folks make when something be real sounding good or when food be tasting great. They don't know how to, mm, Lord, what in the oven? And I'm sitting here performing this and I'm watching my aunts, a few of my cousins, my mama, and them losing. These people were sitting there watching me do this move. Now, not only was I doing it, but I had taught most of the boys at this point how to do this little pig leg move that they were talking about, that all, all the aunties and uncles had been losing their marbles on. And uh, he got the boys doing the pig leg. Look at that right there. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Now, you may be saying, Michael, this, this character that you're doing of your family cannot be correct. I... This is not a, this is not real. Uh, let me tell y'all, it is. I was embarrassed. Now thinking about it, now was I embarrassed? Uh, I mean, I'm not embarrassed by it now because I actually think it's great when my family actually shows some affection, not just for me, but for like people in general. Oh, alarm going off. That was rude. I don't know what that alarm was for. Huh. Anyway, so you may be saying, well, Michael, if you're like that, why don't you let them listen to your stuff? Now, what I would say to that is because I'm not ready, but that's a different point. I had fallen out of doing art and then gotten back into doing art. And you know, when you stop doing something that your family thinks that you're okay at or that they just come around doing it, you wasting time. But needless to say. The holidays always get me to think about holiday situations or not just holiday situations, but like things in general from like growing up. And I don't know. I feel like that's something I can't wait to have children for. Like I want to have crazy memories with my kids and then talking about all types of other great positive stuff. Now, if dad goes out there shoveling in the snow and then I slip and fall and then they sitting there laughing at me in a warm house... I don't want to be bitter to the point where I don't think that it's funny. But I do think if they don't come out there and help me, there's going to be some problems. And ain't nobody getting that PS12 or whatever PlayStation we're on by the time I have children. Y'all ain't going to get uh, your toys. I do like your grandmama and um, tell y'all to remember the name of that movie, Changing Lanes. And then when somebody got an attitude, ain't nobody changing no lanes. You ain't changing. You can't even go into the, the section, the movie section to get your own movie. And no popcorn either. How about that? <laughs> Y'all gonna be like, Michael is out of control. What is he doing? What is he talking about? Changing lanes and peg legs and all types of other dance moves that his grandparents and aunties and uncles invented. But, with that being said, y'all, it's it's always great to get on here and start talking about just small time things that I remember from growing up. Um, you're gonna be like, Mike, this one's extra quick. What happened? I was just, I just got a little bit nostalgic and I wanted to say happy holidays to everybody. I wanted to hopefully, hopefully feel like everybody else is out here doing the same, you know, enjoying your holidays, hanging out with your family, soaking up the good vibes, 
Maybe getting some rum cake if you're of age. Coffee. Hope y'all leaving out cookies for Santa. Uh, we're going to put up another episode within this week. So that's another reason why this episode's short. Um, so with that being said, I'll check y'all out in the next episode. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on my channel. Uh, Afterthoughts with Mike, the podcast. And you can reach me at Afterthoughts with Mike on Facebook. Um, go ahead. You can ask some questions about childhood or things that you remember from childhood. And if you wanted to see if I remembered them. Or maybe you're from New York and we can talk about things that we remember growing up. Because, like, I got something that's getting ready to come out with Avery and a friend of ours, Yelena, and some other people. We got an episode that's getting ready to be wild. So I'm waiting for that. Um, as I said, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Do all that stuff that the other famous folks be telling y'all to do on the YouTube and podcasts and all that other stuff. Shoot me some questions. And I'll see y'all in the next episode of Afterthoughts with Mike.